Welcome to Today on Broadway for January 31st. This is a Tuesday, the final day of January already. It feels like I just had my it's Christmas tree up yesterday. Tuesday. Yeah, it's the final Tuesday. No, I still have not taken down my Christmas tree. So, uh, so <gasps> Wow, I, I love just, that for you. I mean, I took down everything else. It's a Christmas tree. It's like then I have to put it in a box and take all the lights off and put all the ornaments away. Oh, it's a away. fake it's one. A, yeah, yeah I don't do a real Christmas tree. I'm allergic. I'd be allergic. Oh, that's so, very true. Yeah, fair enough. So it's just like, I, 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 that's it's such a hassle. Uh, I'm thinking about just taking the ornaments <laughs> off and like getting like Valentine's Day ornaments to put up and then getting yeah. like <gasps> See, uh, St. Patrick's Day. I usually, you're Matt Tavanini and I'm Ashley Seas, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I usually have a real tree, but this past year I got a fake six foot pink tree that's oh. perfect and I love it. And now it's kind of just like an all year, all purpose tree. So I'm thinking about putting yeah. it back up for Valentine's Day. In the summer, I'm going to get like palm tree ornaments. It's going to be glorious. It's great. I love it. Thank you. Very good. Thanks. Uh, I support yeah, I your did, decision I, to still have Christmas up because usually I do, but I don't because I'm redoing my living room at the moment. So and I've got to tell you, I, to took, go away. I took down the Christmas lights from my living room and like watching TV at night is not as much fun. So it's like, exactly. I kind of wish I left them up. Whatever. This is neither here nor there. Although it's not, we did it's talk always a little bit here about, and there. We did on yesterday's show talk a little bit about Nick Offerman and The Last of oh Us. God. I know you haven't watched it yet. I know. And I'm trying to avoid everything. Thankfully, oh, which good is luck. Much, it is. Yeah. Well, everywhere. thankfully, it's much easier now that I'm never on Twitter uh, yeah, that's to true. avoid stuff. But I mean, my God. I know I'm going to cry a lot. So that's exciting. My God. <laughs> and I know Nick my Offerman's going to win some awards. Him and Murray Bartlett. Yeah. Hell yeah. Be a lot. So anyway, um, <laughs> let's... This is the Christmas and Last of Us podcast. I mean, spinoffs, uh, Patreon only. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of that, head over to patreon.com slash broaderreader, broaderreader.com slash Patreon to get all of our episodes there before you can hear them anywhere else. All right. We do have some pretty exciting Broadway casting news. Late on Sunday, on actually, kind of a, a weird time for this to go up. The yeah. upcoming Broadway production of Shocked... A musical about corn, I think. Yeah, get shot. We're not, we're not really sure. Um, although this was at one point the Hee Haw musical. Right. Um, but they announced the final principal casting as well as the entire ensemble casting. Tony nominee, the great Gray Henson has joined the production. He, along with Ashley D. Kelly, will be the two storytellers in the show, which if you're familiar mm. with Hee Haw, like I think that kind of makes a little bit of sense. Like it's kind of, I think variety-esque, isn't it? I guess, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's before my time a little bit. But they will be joining uh, John Bailman, Kevin Cahoon, Andrew Durand, Caroline Interbickler, and Alex Newell in the principal cast. The ensemble also has some familiar names as well. Audrey Cardwell, along with Scott Stangland, who I just saw in uh, Butcher Boy off-Broadway last Ooh, year. Yeah. Uh, Quinn, uh, Quinn Van Antwerp, who I saw in, I believe, Jersey Boys. Uh, he, he is in it as well. The show, of course, is directed by Jack O'Brien and features the songwriting team of Nashville heavy hitters Brandy Clark and Shane McAnally. The performances will begin at the Nederlander Theater on March 8th with an opening night of April 4th. Actually, good luck I, at the Nederlander. It's always a, a crapshoot to get in there. Either you are a show that lasts yeah. like Forever six or weeks. Three days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> six weeks or four to five to 12 to 20 years. Yeah. Here's my thing. 
I'm actually excited about this. I one. am too. Yeah. I have, I have no idea what to expect of it. No. I, and therefore, I have no expectations. So yeah. I'm kind of under the impression that it's either going to be a completely wild ride or it's going to be a train wreck. And either way, I'm kind what? of excited to see it. Yeah. Like, obviously, my knowledge of Hee Haw is very limited. I know very little, if anything, at all. But Same and same. Their marketing has been fantastic. Their really cast yeah. is fantastic. Gray Henson mm-hmm. is great. So oh, yeah. him joining along with obviously Alex Newell, Caroline Inner Bickler, John Bailman, who was great in a lot of things. Tootsie, he was also in Significant Other, I think, right? Wasn't he? Um, Kevin yeah. Cahoon is great on both stage and screen. Andrew Durand was great in Head Over Heels. So like, it's a really great cast. My sister loves one of the songwriters, Shane McAnally, uh, and Brandy Clark is great as well. So like, mm. I feel like this this has a lot of good things. It could be an absolute mess, but I feel like if it is a mess, it's at least going to be an entertaining mess. Exactly. I can't imagine so many really, really excellent, talented people would get involved in something now so messy. So I have a feeling it's got good bones, at least, if nothing else. Yeah, I, I still don't know if it's like a book musical or if it's like a bunch of vignettes and skits. I, I just don't know. I know nothing about it, but it is interesting. I I'm kind ready. of feel like the same I'm way excited. with, yeah, with New York, New York. It's like, we know that it's inspired by the movie, but we don't really know anything else. So it's a lot of like, wait and see and kind of wait for the first preview we'll reports to out. hear a little yeah. bit more or maybe mm-hmm. when they uh start getting closer to performances and they have like the press previews we get some videos of those rehearsals so like i think that'll be really interesting more marketing whatsoever yeah sticking 80 year old jack o'brien in a corn costume in the middle of Times square like love love it it. love everything about it Yeah. yeah Uh, we did get some other Broadway casting news. This come, actually came out at a normal time on Monday, and we got the entire cast announcement for the upcoming Broadway revival of Parade. Many of the people in this 33-person cast are holdovers from the City Center Most, pro- production. I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, not all of them. There are a couple fairly no. big names that it did not return. Um, I'll, I'll kind of highlight those. We already know. That getting Matarazzo is doing Sweeney busy. Todd. Yeah. He's, he is, um, slightly busy. He is replaced in the company by Jake Peterson as Frankie Epps. Ironically, I saw Jake Peterson play Bach on Thursday down here at uh, oh, really? the Dr. Phillips Center. <laughs> yeah. He there was playing Bach. Uh, we talked, I, I think maybe you and, um, Grace must, might have talked about it, about Wicked getting some new company members, or maybe we didn't talk about it at all on tour. They, they're getting a new box. So I knew he was leaving, yeah, yeah. but I didn't know exactly I feel why. Like that was us. Yeah. Yeah. It was so like a I, day ago. So. I don't remember. I don't It doesn't matter. Um, <sighs> we also know that Jennifer Laura Thompson will not be returning to the role of Mrs. Slayton, the governor's wife. She is being replaced by Stacey Bono, who was in the cast of the City Center production, but as Nita Formby, uh, Fromby. I'm sorry. Uh, so she is taking over that role. Uh, full time. We also know that the mother of Mary Fagan, who is at the center of this story, Mrs. Fagan, who is played by Aaron Mackey at City Center, will be now played by Kelly Barrett, who is always fantastic. Not a huge role, but I'm glad Ooh, yeah. to see her in a show that feels like it's going to last longer than three weeks because most of the shows she does on Broadway um, don't run very long. Cursed. Uh, very cursed. Yeah. But she's great. Anyway, those three new people will join. Um, Sean Allen Krill, Howard McGillan, Paul Alexander Nolan, 
Jay Armstrong Johnson, Eddie Cooper, Aaron Rose Doyle, Manuel Falciano, Douglas Lyons, Danielle Lee Greaves, and others. Just uh, absolutely unbelievable. This is a 33-person cast, and I'm sure it'll be Love staged it. almost identically as it was at City Center, where it was I, mostly I a concert so. with sta- with chairs. Woods. Yeah, with chairs around a central playing space. But just to be able to get 33 people in a Broadway musical, like the sound Exciting. of that Loved. Yes. is, is yes, huge, yes, yes. especially you when you know – yeah, that that score. Um, we don't know if Jason Robert Brown is going to be conducting like he did in uh, at City Center, but I wouldn't be surprised if he starts the conducting and, and turns it over mm-hmm. to somebody else eventually. But you know, it's going to have a great ensemble or a, a great orchestra. It's going to have a huge cast. Like that's just going to sound very, very cool. I love that we have at least two major revivals on Broadway in the same season that are so orchestra and sound mm-hmm. heavy and focused for that matter. Obviously, Sweeney in this. Very exciting for the audiophiles of us. Moving on, we got some information over the weekend about the long-delayed Obie Awards. They will be returning next month. February 27th. And what's interesting about this, instead of bringing in a ton of nominees and doing the whole um, dog and pony show where they say, and your nominees are, and here's the winner, um, they're actually going to be telling many of the awards recipients ahead of time so that they can film acceptance speeches. They will be posted on the American Theater Wing, who Good. organizes the the event, they put up, post it on their YouTube page. So... That the OBs can kind of focus more on celebration and performances rather than speeches. One of the reasons that they're doing that is because their eligibility window is a bit longer than normal. The eligible shows must have opened between July 1st of 2020 and August 31st of 2022. (laughs) So this will be interesting because it will not only... um, honor things that happened actually on stage but also digital audio or other virtual very nice so this is kind of a hybrid of what the ob's normally do obviously for very basic and fundamental reasons but it gives an opportunity to highlight some things that normally don't get included in a lot of these awards and the ob awards have been happening you know for decades at this point kind of starting in the in the in the 1950s mm-hmm. uh, by the village voice so having the opportunity to bestow a really prestigious award on productions that kind of bend what theater actually is for either creative or totally very necessary pandemic related works i think yeah. is really fantastic it's also the thing of just like it's a nice reminder that the work that so many artists did during that time wasn't for naught like it was still art you were still creating things and i think that's really important for that to not be swept by the wayside yeah absolutely i love it uh all right so moving on to a little bit of show and casting news yesterday playwrights horizons and wp theater announced that they will be presenting the world premiere of julia izumi's play regretfully so the birds are it'll be directed by jenny coons it'll run from march 22nd through april 30th with an april 11th opening it'll play the peter j sharp theater at playwrights horizons here's the uh the 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 press description of this show okay. which seems quite interesting. This is a quote. Arson, affairs, 
incest and murder are only the beginning of, of the problems for the Whistler siblings. Mora's got to find her birth mother. Neil's got to find himself and Illy's got to keep her piece of the sky but the birds have other plans. Regretfully, So the Birds Are is a wild, farcical tragedy that gleefully flips the human quest for self-discovery on its head. Fun. <laughs> um, yeah, just kind of a really, really interesting way to talk about a farce and yeah. and, and gleefully discussing things that have to do with arson, affairs, incest, and murder. But A veritable um, smorgasbord of sexy sin. Yeah, so here's the cast. Sasha Diamond, Gibson Frazier, the great Christine Nielsen, Sky Smith, Ooh. Pearl Sun, and Shannon Tio, who's had a great past uh, yeah, 12 months. Absolutely. So really fantastic cast. Sounds like an absolutely bonkers Love experience. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a show that you would really, really enjoy. Obviously. <laughs> Next up in the show, we got the official announcement for this upcoming summer's Broadway Bears Spectacular. As always, the event will happen at the Hammerstein Ballroom and will feature two barely clothed performances by more than 150 of New York City's most, quote, delectable dancers. Tickets for Broadway Bears obviously always benefit Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. The shows will happen on Sunday, June 18th, uh, about a week earlier than they normally happen. They normally happen around my birthday. So this is about a a week earlier. There will be two performances, one at 9.30 p.m. and the second at midnight. Tickets start at $75, and in May, they will announce the official theme, which is always a big part of of all of the different strip teases and everything they do. (laughs) The theme is themes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, always exciting to see what they do. I've never been. Have you ever been to one of these, Ashley? Yes, but it's been years at this point. It would have been during cabaret days. Gotcha. I have to tell you, when I was the database manager at Broadway World, at least once every other month, a former Broadway performer would send an email and like, hey, can we take this picture down or untag <laughs> me? Because I'm now a teacher or I'm now Ooh, something yeah. else. And they're like, I could, not I could the best thing. I completely understand that, unfortunately. Yeah. Otherwise. I didn't, I didn't take pictures down over I, ever, really. I didn't. We didn't take pictures down. But this was one of those situations where, where we're like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. The last bit that we have today is something we actually talked about uh, a week or so ago, two weeks. Literally, um, who knows? I, right in. Certainly not me. Um, but this has to do with the viral TikTok sensation that is 11-year-old Nathan Broxton. He is this really, really talented and kind of precocious 11-year-old boy who loves musical theater. He lives in California. Um, I think I'd actually, I think it was with Grace. I talked about him being in the backseat of his parents' car and singing yeah, along so. singing along to Matilda. And he's kind of blown up since then. And in fact, Delta flew his entire family out to New York City to see his first Broadway show. It was MJ the Musical. A bunch of other people kind of stepped in to kind of get him in to see other shows. He got to see Wicked, Hamilton, The Lion King, and Aladdin. And the Today Show with Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bush Hager did an interview with him. And it's really, really lovely. I saw his mom, I follow his mom on Twitter now. Um, and 
like she had a video of him on stage at Hamilton saying like, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be, which was always like tear jerking. Yeah. Yeah. But during his uh, appearance on the Today Show, he got a special virtual visit from Kristen Chenoweth, which was was ah, really cool. Pretty so, good. Yeah. So I said it when we talked about this video a couple of weeks ago of him doing Matoda. Like, what? Like this kid has something. I don't know if I, you can't actually hear him singing. So I don't like if he's a singer or not. But like, he's got the acting. He the understands what, at all. What, yeah, and he understands what he's singing about, which is kind of incredible for an eleven year old to sing. Yeah. I really understand anything, even though, I mean, it is a song being sung by a kid, but like he really gets it. And, uh, I'm just really fascinated He's by it. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, I will have a link to the video of that in the show notes if you want to check that out. Also, recommendation. I watched the, I watched a lot of things over the weekend, a lot on Sunday. I watched the first yeah. two episodes of Poker Face, which was oh, very good. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Obviously. I watched. I obviously watched the most recent episode of The Last of Us, which not to me, yeah, amazing. I also watched, as you know, Ashley, because I texted you about it, um, the menu. Yes, you did, which is on HBO Max, and yes, I did not perfect. realize how many theater people are in that. Yeah, um, yeah. Not only is like Ray Fines, who is like an icon. But you've got Judith Obviously. Light, you've mm-hmm. got Janet McTeer, you've got yeah. Reed Bernie, right. um, John Leguizamo as yep. well. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, more screen stars with Nicholas Holt um, and, and Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, who is the... Uh, who is the star of the film. So uh, lots of theater folks love that. Probably could be a really good play, yes. honestly, too. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. I just – I really loved that movie so much. Of course you do. I giggled like an do. idiot. Yeah, <laughs> and you saw Banshees, you too. You saw that like I did Thursday see Banshees Friday, of Anna Sharon. I, I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is definitely uh, As you a Martin texted McDonough. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely a Martin McDonough play. <laughs> Uh, Fingers are gone. Spoilers alert. Yeah, like literally when Brendan Gleeson said, if you don't leave me alone, I'm going to cut my fingers off and throw them at you. I said to myself, like, yeah, okay, so there goes that finger, I guess. He's cutting his fingers off and throwing them at Colin. Bye to that finger. Sorry to these fingers. (laughs) Yeah, it's Martin McDonough. That's what he does. (laughs) Anyway, um, believe it or not, this is still a theater podcast. No. All right, everybody. That's all we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow. (laughs) 